Hey, hi everyone, and uh, welcome to Climate Change with Holly. This is Joseph, and this is another episode that we just wanna chat, wanna have a little conversation. I've been thinking a lot of questions about climate change, um, and I, I just wanna ask Holly. Holly, I think she has the knowledge, or maybe she can give me some answers about it. And I'm gonna tell a bit about my background. Uh, I came from Colombia, especially from Medellin, Medellin city. Uh, I went to public school, and I can say in my school, uh, we we have research geography, and I can say like. They teach us how to recycling or how to use materials, like how can be good for the environment. I remember we went and plant some trees one in one special days. I really remember that, but I don't remember that they really teach us about the impact that the air is having about the climate change. I don't know. We oh, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that I don't remember that. So, I don't know, Holly, maybe you can help me. So, when did you first learn about climate change? Uh, I think it was earliest in my uni, when I went to uni, especially like especially because Medellin. Medellin was having kind of troubles with the air pollution. And they had to find new strategies, how to reuse that. Like, we had one thing is called Pico y Placa, so... By the by the end of your number or you play or your car, you can take your car. So it's maybe like a two days a week. You can take your car in the rush hour. So yeah, we had this kind of strategies like just try to reduce the the pollution. So they really try to people use public transport, use bikes. We had a really bad and uh, like yeah, so cycle lines for everyone. We had like a free cycle lines and. Yeah, a couple of things that that you know that the city is doing, but yeah, you. I think I realized the climate change. Or we used to have this problem, but it was more local, local. So, so, who told you about climate change? Did a friend tell you, or did you find out online? No, yeah, I think it was more online. Like you see, what's happening in the polos, like with the ecosystems over there. So I think it was more. So online. you never googled it before in high school. Uh, no, not really. Had you ever heard the words climate change before? Um, yeah, I heard that before, but maybe I just wasn't into. Because, like I say, we just thinking more local. I haven't, I haven't thinking more globally. So, did you ever connect the pollution in your city with some sort of changing of the climate? Um, not really. I think like all the pollution it was by our fault but did you think this could be something that's happening worldwide not just oh yeah 100 percent yeah 100 percent because i saw oh, i knew a lot of cities like uh, detroit because it was an industrial city and I, I read the other day that they had a really yeah big problem with pollution in india you heard a lot of things so you, in the international news that you watch at home so yeah 100 percent you know something a bit but i wasn't really into interested in it yeah um can tell me about you maybe uh, where you can or where you serve 
get into the climate change? Mm, I guess mostly in high school, but we started learning about it from a pretty young age. Like I remember it around six or seven and we were learning about recycling and, you know, we'd pick up rubbish around the school and you were just sort of aware that it was a bigger problem, especially with big campaigns like Clean Up Australia Day, which was started by, I think, just one guy who was really passionate about cleaning up the environment. No, so he decided to make like a national day in Australia where just everyone would sort of clean up the country because obviously like <laughs> there's a lot of rubbish around now. So when you do things like that, you're aware that it's like a problem in the whole country and like even in the whole world. So that's sort of my first connection with climate change because I guess like as a kid, you're aware that there's just like a lot of rubbish around and you think well this isn't just in my you know in my school playground this is like in the whole of australia because that's why it's called clean up australia day so yeah that's really nice and uh, how you see climate change now like mm, well once i yeah. went to uni and studied it i learned a lot more so once i went to uni i guess we went more in depth with all the issues about climate change and I have like a lot more of a deeper understanding now about how it affects sort of different parts of society, especially in my last semester, we broke it down into different sort of like issues like transport, waste, um, energy. And so we went really deep into all the different sort of issues surrounding cities sustainability so we sort of looked at it more from a personal perspective which is sort of good at creating i guess more solutions if you look at it from like a local level then it's easier to come up with solutions than if you look at it from the whole picture which is just like overwhelming at times and it's like what can I do like co2 levels are going up and like what control do I have but if you focus on your city and what your city can do to become more sustainable then you think oh yeah well if you know everyone did a little bit or if if every city became like this maybe there would be a way that we could sort of work towards reducing all these problems because it's not just one problem it's just like everything you do has an effect so it's just good to learn about it i guess yeah 100 percent um what do you think that sydney's doing like mm, well sydney's not one of the most innovative cities i'd say like we're not the most advanced but there are things like smart cities which is sort of uh, this is sort of the idea that you can use technology to create more sustainable cities because everyone sort of has a phone anyway and like it's just ideas that we could sort of use this technology to create like self-heating buildings that capture the sunlight in winter and in summer the blinds would just like automatically go down depending on what time of day it is to make sure the building's cool or things That's like amazing lights would just turn off automatically when you leave a room so then you're not wasting power because even though it might just be like your bedroom it 
if a million people or three million people in the city are leaving the light in their bedroom on then it's sort of like the accumulative effect so just like minimizing waste in small ways but that's just like a sort of solution that works with the system we already have there's obviously more sort of radical ideas about how we could change our society but they'd involve a lot more sacrifice from people and i don't know if we're at that stage yet what kind of sacrifice i don't know just giving up a lot of things that people just are used to having you know like giving up your car it's easy to say you would do it but a lot of people just wouldn't be willing to do that they they don't want to use the train or walk because it does take extra time but also things like stop eating meat it's really hard to do it sounds easy in theory but in practice it's just like <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know what you mean <laughs> so it's just a lot of things yeah all right and uh, what well, i know that you've been in german like how do you find german oh yeah especially yeah germany's good at a lot of things they're very efficient and They have a lot more renewable energy there. I guess the government really got on board with renewable energy. They have a target of, I think, 100% renewable energy by 2050. And they're already at like, I think, 60% some days or like they're over halfway. But uh, like if you drive into the country, there's just hundreds of solar farms, solar panels everywhere you go in the city, you can see... um, wind farms so there's a lot of wind energy because at Hamburg where I was it's quite a windy city so wherever there's wind there'll be windmills that that create energy for the whole city some of them like they have a lot of good projects as well um and they're really good at recycling like they don't really have recycling bins there what you do is you just collect all your bottles and sort of sort them into different categories so you'll have like green green glass bottles white glass bottles and then you take it to like a recycling there's all these little recycling points and you just put your bottles into the different into the different boxes and that way it sorts out all the recycling and it's a lot easier so yeah and also they have really good projects like i know in willemsburg where i was it was a rubbish dump and what's that it's like a big rubbish tip where all the rubbish went all right and there was a lot of toxic waste and it was like actually killing people or it was really really bad for your health like this waste had been accumulating for like 50 years all the rubbish in the city just went to this little area in Willemsburg because it was like a poorer area of the city I guess and it got to the point where it was actually like killing stuff like all the plants were dying around the area and they did like soil tests and it was like toxic really like something's happened there yeah it was really dangerous like they had to evacuate the whole community because it was that bad oh. like the water was poison everything and then the government said well, well we have to do something about this so they got they consulted with some scientists and tried to work out how they could sort of fix this big problem that had been there for 50 years because that's when the dump started and so they came up with actually a really good solution so they started by sort of I think they covered it with soil and then they sort of treated the soil with like loads of layers to capture all the waste 
and they made little points where the toxic gas would collect and they turned that into energy to power like the city and then on top of that they put more layers of soil and put some wind farm wow and then they built like a little bridge around it so people can walk on it now so now it's just a park but it powers like the whole town so it's pretty amazing <laughs> that's amazing yeah i wow. know uh holly yes <laughs> yeah so much nice scenes over there um maybe any final thoughts for or, or how you see climate change for the future Um, I guess climate change is sort of going to happen no matter what we do now. Like, it's sort of locked in that it's probably going to rise at least one degree, probably up to two, just because of all the um, sort of emissions we've already released and it's sort of a flow-on effect. But I guess just try stay optimistic about the future and everyone should just try and do their part, like... If we can stop it, we might as well try our best to. So just do some research into how you can try and do your part at preventing climate change and yeah, just try keep positive. All right, Holly. Uh, thanks very much first for all of this. I think, yeah, it's helped me to be clear with pretty much what's happening right now and really nice to hear from you the thing that is happening in the world right now is really good things over there and I hope that with this all we can help and yeah we hope to share some value information in this podcast as well for everyone maybe yeah that's the idea of the podcast that everyone can help from their own place So, yeah, thanks very much again. And thank you, all the guys or everyone, for listening to this episode. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram. Yes, follow follow us on Instagram. We're going to post, our, I don't know, we just random posts about, yeah, nice scenes, I guess. So, <laughs> just follow us and give us some comments. That, that could be nice as well. So, see you next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Go for Climate Change with Holly and Instagram and Climate Change with Holly at gmail.com in case that you wanna just get in contact with us. So, ciao. Ciao. <laughs>